busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. First off, let me start by saying I don't do well with suspense, okay? I'm the one that when we're in movie theaters or if I'm Netflix and chilling with my husband, I'm the one that's squirming in my chair and my seat. I'm asking a zillion questions like, <laughs> you know, the, the storyline better than I do. Why does she do that? What do you think is going to happen? No, 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 do that. So to have my own personal storyline of suspense, it's just not cool with me. You know, it's it's just it's not. So you have no idea how many times I had things I wanted to talk to you about how many times I picked up the phone and was like oh let me go ahead and share this and then had to quickly remind myself do not play that game because I know the first time that you picked up it was going to be like okay so test results what's up what are we doing what they saying what the doctors are saying and because that's what I would have done on the other line <laughs> like I'm not even gonna hold you so I was like okay all the things that I want to talk about I'm gonna go ahead and make a mental note and then I'm going to go ahead and attack after. But as you know from the text that I sent you, because I told you what I wanted to talk about, this will be discussing the test results. Now, I have to do a little bit of suspense because I have an order of how I want to um, come about and tell you. And the weirdest thing is that there is no good way to say it, right? It's not like, you know, do you blurt it out right in the beginning, do you kind of give what I've been feeling during the interim of waiting for the results? So I figure I'm going to do a little bit of a blend. So when I got off the phone with you the last time, I was like, let me see real quick if I can call the nurse up because, and in case you forgot what you shouldn't because you should feel the suspense that I was talking about, I got a letter in the mail pretty much stating that my mammogram results came back with some concerns and they wanted to go ahead and do an ultrasound. So to bring you up to speed, I called. At first I was cool, but then when I was calling and they was doing the let me transfer you, let me transfer you, all these different thoughts were coming in my mind because at that particular time in my life, I was able to recall, shouts out to bad memories, um, the fact that, you know, breast cancer. But remember, I don't use the word cancer. That's the first time and last time I'm going to say that. I say zodiac because I don't like to speak life into negative things. So that zodiac runs on my side of the family. I have an aunt right now that has stage four zodiac of the breast. I have um, a girl that I know back in New York. Um, I think she's in North Carolina, but that I know from New York. She's about maybe two to three years older to me she has stage four zodiac she just got a major surgery removing one of her breasts I mean so this thing is live and direct and currently knocking on the door of my life so for me to get that kind of letter in the mail was like time out <laughs> bad timing bruh can we can we wrap this up and do this like I don't know say summertime before I heard all these different things so when I was explaining all that you know that was going through my head and the nurses were transferring me after asking you know, my date of birth and all that. And I felt like there was an influx in their voice. Like, oh, let me transfer you. Like, wait, you concerned about what you see? Why, why does everybody keep transferring me? So that frustrated me. And then in the process of being frustrated, I called my husband. Couldn't get to my husband fast enough because he was at work. So emotions kind of caught up faster than um you know, my encouragement that I'm usually able to do really well. And I cried. And then once I spoke to my husband and he kind of encouraged me, it was like, okay, game on, you know, smack the hands together. Let's rub it. Like, we'll, we'll be getting ready to do. Like, let's go. So fast forward. I had the conversation with you. 
because I wanted to give you real direct emotion and this is just what it is. Then after I hung up with you, I called the nurse back and I'm like, no, actually the nurses called me and I'm like, oh my gosh, she would call me right after I get off the phone with you. So she basically was like, I don't know what this new system is that's going on with the mammogram people, but they have been sending patients letters before we actually get the results and I don't know what's going on. I don't have your results. It's not in the system. It's not in your chart. So what I'm going to do is first thing in the morning, I'm going to leave your chart on the doctor's desk. And if she doesn't call you by 11 a.m., then you call back, blah, blah, blah. So once again, dun, 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 you know, the whole piano situation was happening inside. So I'm like, okay, cool. Ironically, I was cool, karma collected. Like, I was proud of myself. Like, <laughs> we can go ahead and get a hand clap of praise on that one because she did good. They didn't call me by 11. I gave it some time. Actually, I low-key made myself forget, and then I was like, all right, let me go ahead and call. I guess the doctor put in a system, like, if I were to call to, like, directly stop her or whatever so that she can speak to me. So she went ahead and called me. Um, this time it was a little bit scary because she called me, and then somebody was calling from her office on the back end. So I'm like, wait a minute, why y'all? Why is everybody attacking me? Like, I won the lottery. Calm down real quick, one at a time. So I'm like, should I click over? She's like, no, I'll let my assistant know I'm on the line with you. I'm like, cool. So she's looking at the results. She's like, okay, so you have a cyst in your left breast. I'm like, okay. She was like, because the mammogram kind of squeezes everything together, can't really tell what's going on there. So um, it's best that we go ahead and do an ultrasound. I'm like, cool. How's the right one looking because comma sidebar parentheses I had a cyst in my breast when I was 13 and so my thing was so what's going on with the right and she was like no the right looks absolutely like it looks perfect that I have no concerns so she gave me the thumbs up real quick I was like cool but just to have peace of mind for myself I'm like okay so when are we setting up the ultrasound they did that quick fast in a hurry I was very appreciative of that I'm like cool also, can we do the right one just in case, because you just said 0.5 seconds ago that the mammogram squeezes everything together so you can't really see. So let's just go ahead and ultrasound both of the bad boys. Like, you know, let's just make them fraternal if we will. And her thing was we can do it, but insurance is not going to pay for it because we don't have a concern or a diagnosis for the right one. So I'm like, ah, we can go ahead and scratch that. I'll just lift the right one up in prayer. Mm -hmm. Amen. Real quick. Okay, great. Thanks. So went ahead and got scheduled for the ultrasound and was completely completely calm I give myself that um honestly once I got off the phone and this is just real talk once I got off the phone with you that that time while I kind of let you know about the results and this that and the third a undescribed almost like a Philippians 4 kind of just peace just came over me because my thing is this I, it is very imperative to me not to be a hypocrite, meaning if I speak a thing, I'm going to live a thing. I am the person that who, what you see is what you get with me. I don't have different masks for different places. I don't, you know, speak one way with you, then I'm one way with the president, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I don't change my voice. I don't change my posture. I don't change my authenticity. It is very important to me that I am true through and through on who I am. So if I'm going to promote all things, you know, encouraging and striving and inspiring to be the best me and all these different things, then I'm not going to be breaking down on the back end. 
I'm just, I'm not doing that. Doesn't make me a bad person. It will make me, you know, a 1000% human. But at the same time, I want to feel as if I am walking the most authentic life that I could ever live. And what better way, and this is just maybe, you know, the weird kind of my faith coming out and kicking in, what better way to encourage someone in real time? Meaning I am actively walking this thing out. I'm not telling you something that happened a year ago and now I'm past the storm. So it's like, hey, so guess what happened to me? No, I'm currently in this boat. The storm is currently right now, real time, rubber duckying on me right now. Like seriously. So what better way to show the posture of I can be trusted, God, with whatever storm you give me. And because a lot of the times, and this is just my, my thing on it, everyone's not reading all 66 books of the Bible. Sometimes you need a walking, living, breathing, tangible, oh my goodness, you too kind of thing. And if God trusts me to go ahead and give 67 books real quick, to go ahead and be that walking book that people are like, so you, are you Christian, Christian? Like you walking this thing out for real, for real. And, you, and you're transparent. You're not trying to put on this stunt where it's like, you know, praise be unto God. No, I'm going to be honest with you. I cried. And this is why I cried. And that's because, you know, my emotions caught up before I can go ahead and tap into my faith. And then the Holy Spirit had to remind me, listen, I'm going to walk it out for you. I'm going to display it. I'm going to unzip and I'm going to say, hey, this is what's going on. These are the mechanics I'm working with inside. So this is big for me because I don't share a whole bunch. I just, I don't. I share if I feel A, God led me to, or B, if it leads to someone else's breakthrough. But I'm not just going to be, like, I'm not the person that makes social media her diary. You feel me? Like, that's just not how I get down. That's not my posture at all. So this particular phase in my life is just like, like, I'm mind blown. It's like, I feel like I've grown. I feel like I am really coming to what God is having me through, um, I just feel like he is using me on a different stage than I can ever try to build for myself. And if this particular mammogram and cyst and all of that is the prop that is going to really make my story just like, wow, then okay. And that's how I'm going to look at it. I'm going to look at it like a prop. It's not going to overshadow what God has for me. It doesn't, you know, have a forecast over my faith. It is literally, you are a prop because the director of my life is God and anything that God allows into my story means that he has full control over how much is being highlighted and emphasized in my life and I'm more than certain that when the Bible says in Romans 8 28 that all things work together for those who are called for the good of them that are called then I truly believe that I'm not going to walk around and promote anything that I don't wholeheartedly believe or have walked out myself and that's a declaration that I make to myself. I affirm you. I'm never going to talk about anything if I'm not going to walk this thing through and through. I'm not going to tell you to go buy chitlins and meanwhile I wouldn't feed my kids that. You understand? So it's just certain things that I'm like, I, I just, I have a totally different, how I sit in this seat and I speak on this phone now, it's a completely different me because of this very prop right here. And if this prop had the audacity <laughs> to come into my life, then we're going to use it for my good. Nothing on this stage of my life is going to overshadow what God has for me. I'm more than certain. 
So kind of want to get into what I was feeling during that time and all that because, you know, the ultrasound, it was kind of like almost like the same thing, like like how you would go check to see a pregnancy. <laughs> like literally was the same thing. It's been years since I've seen that. So I was just like, oh, they did, the, you know, they had me go in. I had the undress from the top up. You know, I don't want to give you no TMI. Let's just fast forward. Okay, great. So they're going ahead and they're doing the pictures of the ultrasound of the left breast. And uh, and I just took it as a moment to just talk to God because that can be very scary. You're in the room by yourself. You know, you got this woman. The only thing that was warm was the little gel that she put on because they had it in this warming place. So I was like, well, that's nice. And then you're not just going to be seeing my lady parts and I don't have a relationship with you. Like, this ain't going to be in one night stand. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but I don't rock like that. So I'm making good conversation. Um with the woman, you know, I don't know what the technical name is. If it's a radio, no, she's not a radiologist. I guess the ultrasound. Let's just make it real pretty. I don't care if it's a word or not. The ultrasoundist, okay? Um, and I'm no, not no surfacey conversation. You are seeing my milk duds, ma'am. So what we getting ready to do is I'm gonna ask you questions about your milk duds. Listen, do not judge me, okay? For the Lord does not judgeth, and neither should you. My thing is, if we're going to be doing this, I need to see a side of you that nobody knows either. So I'm like, hey, do you have cysts in your breast? Have you ever had any cysts in your breast? What's going on with your breast? Yeah, we're going to, I'm going to say breast so much, you're going to be like, do you work at KFC? Because this is ridiculous. Ma'am, sir. And it is what it is. Come to find out, I didn't even get her name. Oh, well, <laughs> but I know about her booby cakes. Anyway, so she told me that she has very lumpy breasts, which is something that that's not the first time that I heard that because when I got that cyst removed from my right breast, I remember talking to my eldest aunt, uh, and she was like, I think you and I just have lumpy breasts like you're fine. Then when I went for my post-op after getting that cyst removed as a child, they were like, yeah, you probably just have lumpy breasts. I don't know what that means. Like, are y'all trying to say that it looks like I have pebble rocks on, you know, within an inflated balloon. Like, what does it mean, Captain? But whatever. I just said, you know, maybe that's why God didn't give me the size breast that I prayed for in high school. Because he was just like, you know, you just going to look like Mount Rushmore. <laughs> like, just, you know, you want them big, but it's not the big that you want. Yours is going to feel like a bag of small potatoes. And that's not fine to me. So, shouts out to the size that he gave me. Um, and I'll go ahead and fast forward because that, too, is TMI. So, talking to her about, you know, the, the ultrasoundist, about her breast. She admitted she has lumpy breasts. She has cysts. I asked her if she ever wanted to get them removed. She was like, absolutely not. I was like, okay, she was one of those, you know, they ain't removing nothing from my body. I was like, oh, oh. okay, you're going you gonna to stay with your sis to the, to the coffin? Cool. I see what you're doing there. Great. So I was trying to get, speaking to her was making me more comfortable, but I was trying to, you know, let her give me the inside scoop. Like, don't let me have to wait, you know the business days that the doctor calls back. So I'm like, you know, what's the process? And she's like, oh, you know, after I take these particular tests, it goes back to the radiologist, and then the radiologist reads it, and then it goes to your doctor. And I'm looking at her like, come on, sis. Come on. You're going to make me wait the whole three to five shipping and handling plus tax? Come on, baby. At least take off the tax for your girl. Look. We in here nipple to nipple, like, well, 
you know, maybe not her nipple on my nipple, but like, you know, the proverbial her nipple to my figurative, literal, no. you get what I'm trying to say. But like, we, 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 it's a whole different relationship. This is bigger than like talking to you in the grocery aisle. You see my baby jugs. Like, I tried to feed two of my kids with these. Like, we on a whole nother level. Can we not? You know, can you give me two winks for, ooh, this may be something more, one wink for? But she ain't get the message I was trying to give us, so I didn't really, I didn't get that information. And I walked out of there feeling good, um, fine. It was much less pain. It actually was more painful than the mammogram, to be honest. And I guess because of the time that I went around that monthly, <clears throat> you know, um, auntie was very much in town, so... She was trying to squeeze. I'm like, you going to, bro, this is not, I feel like you're making turkey burgers. Like, you patting down real hard. I need you to, they tender, okay? I need you to think tenderoni, and you're not tendering enough. So, fast forward, um, I had a dream, which I am very, very, very much a candidate for believing that God talks to me through my dreams. Um, he talks to everybody through the dreams, whether you remember it or not. And we talked about that. So I had a dream. God was like, listen, they're getting ready to go ahead and tell you these results. It may be a little bit scary, but, you know, stay calm. I was like, cool, gotcha. Walk, woke up, called them. They were like, mm, got the results. It's still showing, you know, multiple cysts in the left breast. I don't know. Usually what we'll do is we'll go ahead and push it off six months and then, you know, um, you'll come back and then we check. But the doctor's not 100% comfortable waiting six months, especially because you had your last self-examination. I went to the doctor last maybe about, at this time, five months ago. I was like, cool. She was like, okay, so we need to go ahead and get you in. They scheduled me an appointment. My appointment at this very point in us talking right now is about two, three weeks away. I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, that could have played on the mind. And I was like, okay, fine, cool. Now, here's my thing. I know that the Zodiac runs in my family, right? I have never missed a GYN appointment. And you know that with the GYN, they do your self-examinations. They do this, that, and the third. I just went to my GYN five months ago. Now, I will be honest I have not continued to do the self-exams, you know, at home or in the shower, what have you, because once the doctor told me when I was younger, you have lumpy breasts, I just didn't see the point in counting all the pebbles underneath my skin, you know, whatever. Um, it doesn't feel hard like the pebbles, but you get what I'm trying to say. They are like the little small potatoes, that's fine. So went to the doctor five months ago, got these examinations, and the only thing that was echoing in my mind, which was the premise of me making this phone call to you is it is so scary that something could go under the radar to that degree which is why I keep pushing you that whatever God is putting his hand on whatever you just keep feeling that unction and on that inkling on I need you to go do it because let me explain something to you I just went to this doctor and five months ago out of the blue God was like mm, Needs you to go get a mammogram. My thing was, uh, I'll wait till, you know, my yearly whatever. I was going to wait a year. And 
just finished talking to you about following the unctioning because when I was talking to you about the situation with my brother and, and all of that, I was like, you know what? Again, I want to be the person that when I speak a thing, I'm actually doing it. So I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and do it. Had to do some roundabout stuff because I stopped. When I left my job, I didn't have insurance, so I had to get on my husband's insurance. And this was, okay, this wasn't enrollment time, so we had to do a whole bunch of different things. I had to go to different levels of making sure that I was obedient to what God said because I could have just looked at it like, oh, okay, well, we'll wait closer to the end of the year during open enrollment time. And that little bit of obedience is complete disobedience, as we discussed before. So right now where we stand is I don't know what these lumps are in, in the, my left breast. As we speak right now, I don't know. But I will tell you this. What I've done in the waiting time is just applied my faith like I never had before. And I didn't do the obvious um, or what people usually do when they get unsettling news, you know, keep yourself busy, keep your mind off of it. No, I'm very aware that there is something going on in my left breast. I'm very much aware that I have an appointment in about two to three weeks that they'll tell me something, maybe however many days in business, how the radiologist got to read it and blah, 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 what have you. Here's my stance and my posture right now. God trusts me with this prop. He trusts that I'm going to carry this in a way that is going to bring him glory because that's the only reason why he will allow something on this stage of my life. I trust that I will be able to, with this story, encourage people that I probably wouldn't have been able to encourage before. You know, I would have been able to speak to someone about Zodiac of any sort or a Zodiac scare of any sort, but it would have been secondhand knowledge. You know, my mother went through it, my, my maternal grandmother went through it, my aunt, you know, I have all this secondary, but sometimes you have a different kind of anointing when it comes from the first party experience. And I don't know what the end result is going to be, but I'm super positive. Like nothing about me is like, oh, you know, what if? No, 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 no. I have taken this opportunity to understand that the body heals when it's most relaxed. So the last couple of weeks, actually probably one or two weeks prior to getting my mammogram results, I have been practicing the art of I don't want to live a rush rush. Because if I can really scale the health of my life, the times that I were my busiest and I was go, go, go and just, you know, up and down, up and down trying to get to my goals. And that was when my body was most accessible to being sick. And that's exactly what happened. You know, I was fighting thyroid disease. I had sicknesses. I had migraines. I was suffering from TMJ. My jaw was locking. I'm like, brother, I need a new hinge on my jaw. I don't know what's going on. But what this is teaching me right now if nothing at all, is the art of resting. So I've really been honing in on what does rest look like for me, you know, because it's not, I can't lay in the bed all day long. I have a whole husband. I got children. I have, you know, business ideas and things that adventures that I'm trying to go ahead and pursue. So what does that look like realistically in this super duper busy world? So I just have things like, okay, Monday, is my absolutely you do nothing day. I do nothing. I don't go on social media. I don't feed my flesh on Monday. I eat different on Mondays. Um, and that's another thing. I've also been watching what I eat and really listening to what my body is like. No, I'm good. I had this, my husband asked me the other day, he wanted me to get cereal because I 
been going on this health kick and he hasn't had cereal in three years. <laughs> like literally, I'm not you can have a nice day. If I read the back of the ingredients and I can't pronounce it on the first try, we're not getting it. So he was like, can we just get like something healthy, like Raisin Bran? And, you know, so I looked up the ingredients. I'm like, okay. And so then I went ahead and scooped me up some kicks, you know, kid tested mother approved, but they got the berry kind. And I thought it was new. That's how much I don't know about cereal. And I was excited and went and got some almond milk. And I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Put the kicks in the almond milk and then pour some fresh honey on it i thought i was gonna be you know just in kid heaven swinging my feet mm, 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 you know the dining room table and was sneezing up a storm you would have thought i had the flu so i was like okay it's clear can't have almond milk went ahead and traded that in for the soil silk milk nope body was like come on let me holler at you real quick i said no milk i was like yes ma'am <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much bit my ear off almost gritted his teeth so close to my ear I was like "Ooh, okay we're not gonna do that so that's what I just been pretty much doing just paying attention to my body and not only paying attention to my body paying attention to the unctioning and the leading of the Holy Spirit and just listening to the voice of God um, I noticed that I'm really, really hard on myself. I feel like I'm not doing something enough. I'm not doing something too much. And so my thing is, I don't just want to be physically healthy. Like this is, you know, a scare right now in the physical realm, but I want to be healthy in all realms, emotionally, you know, mentally, um, spiritually. I want to make sure that there is a balance through and through. So that's pretty much what I've been doing. So my challenge to you is, or my question rather is, are you listening to your body? Are you listening to the things that you're eating? And we talked about this before, but I'm so serious about this because you can't be a witness or be anything great or successful on somebody's hospital bed. I don't want you walking into your bathroom and you got a collector's items of, you know, you like a walk-in pharmacy. I don't want the pharmacist to know you by your first name. I want us to get to a place that we are taking the cues from our body oh my gosh okay you you can't eat this when I eat this it makes me feel this way and literally my body I don't know about anyone else's but I get the memo within 24 hours my body's like yeah let me no don't you you ate bread don't look at me don't look at the toilet <laughs> it's gonna be a wrap for two days you want to eat bread so bad hmm Okay, you want to be a little, oh, let me spread this butter in here and this really delicious appetizer for the restaurant. Cool. Now, two to four business days is the next time you'll see this toilet on the back end. It's like, come on, dog. And listen, give me a I can't eat a little bit of bumper nickel. You know, give me a break, sir. Ma'am. I mean, at this point. Like I'm, And I literally went to a restaurant the other day with my husband and said to myself, I don't care what consequences is, this bread is popping. It was like this onion, oh, my mouth is watering. It was like this onion, cheesy garlic. Listen, it was bread. It might as well have been named manna. The bread was fantabuloso. And I looked at the bread and the bread looked at me and I looked down at my colon and I was like, hey, yellow. Like, it is what it is, bruh. I'll, I'll just have to take some Metamucil. I don't, like, it is. Like, I, you only, come on, seriously. So, during this time, I want you to, because I'm walking it out, so you know you got to walk it out with me. We're going to walk it out, I'm walking it out, I'm walking it out. And we're going to do it together. Are you listening to your body? But most importantly, are you listening to how you're being led? 
Are you pairing with the Holy Spirit? My prayer for you is that the Holy Spirit is not stagnant in your life. Like, I don't want the Holy Spirit to be something on the shelf of your life that you use every now and again. You know, he's not something that you pair up with, you know, all the time. But when you're like, ooh, yeah, I need to know something real quick, you'll take him down and, you know, take the cobwebs off and then you'll pair it with life. Holy Spirit is your comforter, your guider. He reminds you. He is literally the tutor for your life. You cannot afford to walk through this life by yourself. Quick story, just got reminded. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I remember, and this is how good God is. I remember I wanted to go ahead and actually someone recommended, why don't you go ahead and make a shrimp dish? So I was like, okay, so I made like some shrimp broccoli alfredo linguine, this, that, and the third, kind of just, you know, finagle with some ingredients in the kitchen tastes okay I'm not really a fan of alfredo sauce it just mm, I don't know if it's the milk or whatever it is but my body's just like hey yeah let's just go ahead and put that in the colon place yeah in the toilet because we're done um and so I made it and I was fine the, the kids ate it we were good literally and this gives me chill bumps just thinking about this took my son for his um the annual doctor's office right pediatrician what have you and just out of the blue asked her can he go take an allergy test and she was like well what's making you want to take allergy tests I was like I don't know I just feel like I'm supposed to know you know I just and I didn't have no real reason he she was like does he have a cold does he have this that and the third and I'm answering no 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 to all the questions and she's like so why do you want she almost fought me on what's the point of this but I just felt and I can't even say so strongly. I just felt a faint unctioning. I have to go get my son tested for allergies. No other reason, but I feel like I need to as his mother. Go to the allergist probably some weeks later because she's like, okay, well, it takes a while and this, that, and the third. Do you know that this boy was so allergic to shrimp that they prescribed me an EpiPen for him? He is allergic to shrimp. He is allergic to, to the point that they did a wide array of tests. And it was like pine nuts, seasonal, pollen, this, that, and the third. But when I saw shrimp, and this is how the test was, they went ahead and took, um, they had a couple of fresh raw things that they had in these little dishes. And they were like, okay, we're going to rub it on his skin to see what the results are. And then we'll wait a little while and then go ahead and let him eat it just and observe him after he eats it. So they go ahead and they're rubbing shrimp. They rub like strawberries. They rub something else and just to see how the skin reacts. Came back into the room, wiped them down. Was like, okay, now he can eat it. The doctor was like, well, he's going to eat it now. I said, cool. He walked out the room. The nurse came back in. She was like, mm. Called the doctor back in the room and was like, the plate, look, look at the place that he had shrimp. Doctor took an alcohol pad, wiped it down and was like, oh, oh. He's super allergic to shrimp. We didn't see that. Think, thanks for, you know, pointing that out to the nurse, right? Which could have been a super de duper malpractice. We would have been billionaire, chameleonaire. I digress. So I was like, oh, okay, so are you guys going to let him eat it? And he was like, no, no, no. If his skin is reacting to this like this, we this means that his throat and stuff will start closing up like this. Like what his skin is doing right now, forming this like measles mump 
golf ball kind of thing <laughs> yeah we don't want his throat to do that so we're going to go ahead and prescribe you an EpiPen and this down the third and the only thing I can say was praise God because I just made this boy shrimp alfredo and broccoli and let me explain something to you and I cannot stress it enough and I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it right now it's only through the grace of God that my son didn't come down with any kind of something because I fed that boy dinner he brushed his teeth he went to bed God forbid, had I found my son any kind of way, I would have had no clue. We have, we, I've given him shrimp before. Nobody in my family that I know of, at least the nuclear family, is allergic to anything. So that just would have been like, what? But out of the blue, God just downloaded into my spirit, go get that boy tested. And I was like, that doesn't, why? I don't, and that, but... And so we, we circle him back. We're right back here again. Out of the blue, God is like, go get a mammogram. I went to the doctor. I go to the doctor, to the feminine doctor every year. I don't miss an annual. I just went five months ago. Why is it that this was overlooked? You mean to tell me your sisters automatically? And I know that they grow and they come and they do whatever. But as many as that woman was taking pictures, the ultrasoundist, she was taking so many pictures. I was like, how many is there? Like, am I trying to do the Pokemon, collect them all on my left breast? Like, what, what's the grand prize? How many do I get? <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Are you listening to your spirit? Are you listening to the unctioning of the Holy Spirit? It may not be health for you. It may be, A, call such and such. Whatever it is. I mean, I'm giving you so many different examples during our last couple of conversations that you cannot afford not to walk this life with the Holy Spirit. You absolutely positively cannot. I don't want anything traumatic to happen because, ooh, something told me. And then you didn't adhere to it. Let's not live the snap finger, ooh, something told me life. No, let it be, I'm so glad that I listened. Oh, I'm so glad that I listened and got my son checked for that allergy out of the blue. And I'm not even going to try to take credit for it. I am not as smart as to say, you know what? As a mother, I want to test for allergies. and blood. No, that was not of me. I would have never thought, let me go get a mammogram out the blue. And I just went to the doctor five months ago. So you cannot afford not to be plugged up to your source. You cannot afford to not walk this life hand in hand with the Holy Spirit as your comforter, guider, and leader. You absolutely cannot. So can you take a moment once we get off the phone and just really ask God, what are you showing me that I'm not seeing? And if I'm not seeing, can you make it clearer for me? Because I can't afford not to see it. It is crucial, detrimental to my life if I don't see what you're trying to show me. So make it clear, make it plain, God. And I promise you he'll answer you. You say that prayer just like that. It don't have to be, oh, Heavenly Father, the earth. You don't have to go King James on him. You know, he, he knows how you speak. Prayer is just a conversation. It could just be a verbal request. It don't have to be anything all dressed up. You don't have to go Lutheran all that. You don't have to do all the extra. Just, just the same way that I just said, you can actually verbatim say that same thing as soon as we get off the phone. But as we're walking this thing out called life and we're journeying together, we can't afford to miss it. We can't. And God doesn't work where he's doing it for one and he won't do it for the other. Maybe he's doing this unctioning in me so that you can start being more sensitive to your discernment. Like, you know what? 
I did feel like a couple of months ago, I should have, then you need to go ahead and do it now. When God has his hand on something, he don't take it off because you forgot. You understand? But I feel like you got what you needed. And I feel like God's going to go ahead and let you know what needs to be done after you go ahead and ask what needs to be asked. So, as my good nanny says, all right, I ain't going to hold you. Go ahead and say your prayer. And don't worry about me. I'm good. I really am. I'll just keep updating you as they update me, and we'll walk this thing together, okay? But I'm going to call you back. And if it's not with the test results right away, then let me go ahead and have some other conversations with you in the meantime, okay? Yeah, because I know you like, no, I want to hear all test results going. No, let's talk about some other stuff while we're waiting. Let's just be awesome while we wait. Got to trust the process. But I'll speak to you later. Okay, <laughs> later. <laughs>